everybody, welcome to another edition of Swiss Pats. It is the first of the month, so that means this is our What's Happening in Switzerland edition. So, for the next however many minutes it takes, Susie and I will be talking about all the things that are going on throughout Switzerland in the month of July, the year of our Lord, 2019. Yeah, we're not going to discriminate, we're doing the whole of Switzerland. All of Switzerland. Every nook and cranny. As always, you can find us on our social media, all the social media channels and SwissPats.com. We have a new series that just began last month, How To. Our first episode is with SBB. We have some great interviews that are out and great interviews coming. So please check us out, subscribe wherever you listen to our podcast. Now, it's July and it's hot. Now, one of my favorite things to do we're going to talk about a lot of great things to do. One of my favorite things to do is walk around the city and look at people and ask the question to myself, how are you not sweating? That's just one of your favorite things to do? One of my favorite things to do I, on a I was day. sure one of your favorite things to do was going to be walk around the city and then get into the fountains. Uh, but I guess that's next on the list. It is. They, um, it is Europe, but they frown upon the public nudity, so I try not to do that as often. Thank you from me and everybody else in Switzerland. Thank sure. You. But do you ever like, like this morning I passed the guy who had a scarf on or you see this guy with a jacket on and I'm like, dude, it's going to be 35 degrees today. I, I must don't admit, get it. this is like, you are a completely different person. Uh, it, it, we've had one day of summer weather and you have like melted into a blob like mentally <laughs> and physically. It, it kicks my ass. Yeah. It does. Yeah, you're a mess. Are you not fascinated with the people who are, like, in pants in this weather? No, like, you know, you get up, you you look at your wardrobe, what do you feel like? You put pants on, who cares? I just, I don't, I don't get it. I, I just... mean, it is hot, I'll give you that, it is hot, but, you know, it's not so hot. Dude, it's almost going to be 40 degrees Celsius. Yeah. For our friends, that's almost, that's over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. For our American friends. For our American friends. It's hot. All right, so it's not going to last forever, and that means we can get out and actually do some things and not just sit in our home and our underwear in front of a fan. I don't know about you, Don, but pretty much everything I have is a festival, and you need nice weather for a festival. It needs to be hot. Does it? It Well, I mean, it needs to be not raining. Okay, fair. You know, so... This is festival season. It is absolutely... I've got so many festivals, and I'm going to get through every single one of them. Well, why don't you begin? You've been very excited. Even before we hit record, you're like, I got all these festivals. Yes, I have got so many. So the first one I have is actually uh, a festival called Stars of Sounds, um, and there's two. There's one in a town called Merton, and that is kind of near Beale, so it's a little down, down in the French... The French speaking part. So that it's a pretty big one. It's uh, the Migro uh, sponsors it. So okay. you can imagine it is uh, it is popular with the old Migro fans. <laughs> <laughs> this one's on the 4th to the 6th of July. So it's a, you know, it's kind of weekend thing. You got uh, people like John Butler Trio, Australian Ooh, guy. I've yep. seen him in concert in, in Ohio before. I mean, he gets around. He, yeah. He's, you know, if there's a festival happening, he'll be there. 
Rag and Bone Man, uh, Michael Patrick Kelly, uh, a bunch of others. There's, there's some there's some nice names going to be there. So, you know, they've got an exhibition opening on Thursday the 4th of July and then they've got a couple of stages where all of the music will be playing. So that, you know, it's a, it's a fairly big one. It's got a beautiful view of the lake. It's, you know, right by the water. It's got your typical... You know, you got your uh, your bars, you got your music, you got your food. They've got some strict rules at this one. You can't take anything in there. You can't take your, um, you know, your cans. Sometimes these festivals, you can bring your own drinks, like your own beer wow. cans. This one is a no no. You can't bring any glass glass of any kind. No perfumes, no glass bottles. So there's a, there's a list of things. You can't take your your iPad. You can't bring any animals, um, but you know you can bring your mobile phone and take some some snaps with that, and you can bring um, like your, your your water bottle, and that's about it. Are so you allowed to bring friends or yeah? Loved you can bring ones? your friends. You okay. can bring your friends. You can uh, you know as long as basically as long as it's not big. So I guess it's just kind of it's one of these ones where it's more like it is out in the open, it is open air, but it's kind of enclosed, so there's not sure. You know, there'll be people on the gates. Some of these festivals is just you walk up and you watch. This one is like, you know, it's like a kind a of proper like festival. A proper you'd festival. See somewhere, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the one in Merton, um, tickets. Uh, you know, it's got the big screens as well and everything. Tickets are eighty-five francs for a one-day pass per day. You can buy a two-day pass for one forty-five or a three-day pass for one ninety-five. So if there's bands that you want to see over the three days. You're getting a pretty good deal for one ninety five. Okay. There's also VIP tickets. Ooh, Ooh la la. Yeah. They're like four hundred francs. Oh. <laughs> three ninety five for the three day par- pass. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'd only pay that if Dave Matthews band was playing. But they're not. They're not. No, they're definitely not mm. on list. I'm looking at the list. There's there's no Dave Matthews. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm really, really sorry. But I did mention that there is another one that's exactly the same concert. You can expect the same thing. Uh, except the lineup is a little different. Yeah. Same place? Nope. The second one on the 14th and 15th is at, it's very close to the first one in, um, in Merton. It's in a place called Arbeg, which is kind of a little even further south. It's got a tiny little lake uh, near Neuchâtel. So, yeah. Um, Neuchâtel. Yeah. The, I don't know any of the bands. You've got the Boss Hoss, Pegasus, Marius Bear. I've heard of Marius Bear, but that's it. Uh, Parov, Stella, Gentleman, and Crimer. So if that's what you're into, that's a two-day um, festival in Arabeg, uh, but it's the exact same thing. You can expect the, the same strictness, the same kind of, um, you know, same kind of thing. But it's going to obviously be music. Okay. What, can, what do you expect from yeah. a festival outdoors by the lake? That's going to be a common theme, I think, throughout this episode, music, festival. Yeah. It's happened a lot. The first one I got, though, it is a festival. It's the Zuri Fasht, and is the city festival in Zurich. The interesting thing about this, it's July 5th through the 7th. This is only held once every three years on the first weekend of July. It's in the city center of Zurich and around the lower lake basin, and it is the largest Swiss festival. Ever. Of anything? Hands down, it attracts around 2 million people for three days. Ooh, that is big. Yep. They have fireworks show on Friday night, 
And on Saturday night, the fireworks display, they expect around 1 million people. Wow. To be watching the fireworks. I don't know if I like to watch fireworks with a million other people. It's a lot of people. Yeah. So recently there was the Zug Fest, uh, and they had fireworks and that draws a crowd of about 25,000. That's my limit. I would say <laughs> even like the Basel, um, they've got, uh, the August, um, fireworks, which we'll do next month. Yeah. Uh, but that, that's too many people for me. That's a lot. So the Zuri Fasht was, uh, it's held in 1976 in its present form. So every three years, its origin kind of had a Jubilee celebration in 1951 when Zurich, uh, ascension to the Swiss Confederation was celebrated 600 years ago. So since that time, they've kind of held this every three years as like a celebration of Zurich. Uh, and there's going to be, like I said, fireworks at night. But during the day, there's going to be music and food stands and all kind of thing for people of all ages. And it is mostly uh, in the city center down by the by the river. And it's a pretty big deal. It's the Zuri Fasht, July 5th through the 7th. Um, if you really want to kind of get in there with the crowds and really kind of experience this thing, this once in every three years kind of thing, check it out. This week, or that weekend. What um, what town is that in? It's in Zurich. Well, this is interesting because I have the uh, another one in Zurich that is not that. But obviously, they're, uh, they're kind of clinging on like a leech mm. and they're sucking the blood out See of the largest doing. festival in the you know in switzerland this one is called tropical caliente it's the same weekend it's in zurich as well in the um helvetia platz in zurich uh it's europe's largest latin festival oh, yeah See? See i bet what there's some doing? good music and dancing and food i bet there is as well and i've lost my information on it Give me one second. I will find it. It is here. So how's everybody doing? Everybody doing good today? Okay, yeah? You enjoying it. the podcast? So over a period of three days, visitors can dance and party at the Munsterhof uh, during the uh, the Zuga Fest. But then this is a colorful festival for lovers of Latin American music, cuisine, and culture in the city. So, yeah, I don't know. Do you think they're, do you think they're leeching off it? You think they're adding themselves to that? I don't think they care because if you've ever Latin been to any festival. kind of Latin festival, there's they just want to have a good time. They just want to dance and eat and drink. There you go. So, I mean, just to – they're leeching off that one. I'm leeching off yours. There you go. It's at the um, it's at the Helvetia Platz for, for that specific festival for the Tropical Caliente. If you don't want to do the Munsterhof one, the big one. Speaking of leeches, have you ever had a leech? You've no. had a tick. God, no. Oh, my God. Gross. Okay, the next thing I got is something that's near and dear to my heart. Mm, let's hear it. The city is New Orleans, Louisiana. Have you ever been? Never. I've not ever been to any other side of... I've only been to California. Okay. New Orleans, Louisiana is hands down one of the greatest cities in the world. And not only do they have amazing people... An amazing food, but the music is fantastic. And July eighth through the fourteenth, you be you're able to hear New Orleans jazz music in Davos. How cool is that? That is cool. It's the Davos Clusters Sounds Good Festival, and it's in its nineteenth edition. July eighth through the fourteenth, basically Davos becomes the Big Easy of mm-hmm. the Alps region. 
You're going to hear New Orleans jazz, blues, soul, boogie-woogie, ragtime, rock and roll, swing, and, of course, gospel music. It is just showcases the musical diversity of not only New Orleans, but some of these amazing international performers, not only from America, but England, Holland, Germany, Hungary, Ireland, Italy, Switzerland. They're all playing this New Orleans-type jazz music with the big brass bands, and it's just... Like we talked about previously with the the Latin Festival, you just can't go here and not have a good time, not tap your feet, not not have fun. So the really cool thing about this is it takes place throughout the day. So during the day, they're going to be outside in some amazing places. If you've ever been to Davos, just it's stunning, right? And it's mostly going to be open air, and they're going to have they're going to set up and just play with these amazing backgrounds. And then at night, the concerts take place inside restaurants or hotel lobbies or bars. Churches. Churches. And all you got to do is you take a, you buy a, a jazz pin for 55 francs and you can go into all these places. Yeah, that's, it's, uh, it's a good way to kind of do a ticket, isn't it? Yeah, it's you really cool. Get like a little bit of uh, some memorabilia. Yeah. Um, the Davos Clusters website is um, pretty good. One of my favorite pictures on there is of a band playing in the water. They're, nice. in, they're in the water. Nice. Plane. So I guess that is an example of what you can expect. There's another photo of a, of a second line. I don't know if you know what a second line is, but basically what it is is it's these musicians that walk through the streets playing this. It's basically like a, a pop-up parade. Yep. Anyway, there's a picture of them walking on a hiking trail. It's really cool. Starting this week, there's going to be about 85 concerts, and it is just an awesome awesome way um to not only see davos but to hear some incredible music i just uh it does sound like fun doesn't it it really does i didn't actually know that davos was such a new orleans slash jazz festival fan i would expect it to be a little more like uppity and stuffy but it sounds like during this week it's just having a good time yeah exactly they want to let loose a little do you think yeah i think so i think they do so the next one I have, we're still on the festivals. Like, can you, could you get any more festivaly? No, probably not. We've maxed out on festivaly. I mean, we're not even halfway through when we've maxed out. That's crazy. I've got the St. Gallen Feestspieler. Yeah, sounds like fun. It's basically opera. So okay. we're going a little away from the old playing our instruments in the lake. <laughs> just a bit yeah and uh and you've got your have you been to an opera i have never been to an opera me neither um but yeah i would go i would go to an opera would you would you i mean would it be uh i guess it probably wouldn't be first on your list would it no i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna be completely honest with you and say no this this seems like yes this is what saint gallen is like you got you know, you got your beautiful churches, you got your beautiful plats, and you got your beautiful opera. So, it actually goes for two weeks, though. And that's it, a lot of opera. <laughs> the the thing is, is that it's very similar to what you just explained about Davos. It's kind of it's a lot of it is open air, a few different places. It has a, a really really rich and kind of long program. There's so much going on. Uh, but it goes from the 28th of June, so it's already started, until the 12th of July. So two whole weeks. There's going to be something for kind of everybody. There's, there's Honestly, I couldn't even start to begin to tell you all of the things on the list. There's like 
performances, there's opera, you know, it, it's there's so much. I can't, I'm not going to try and say the names of them. That's why I'm trying to avoid mm. getting into the program because it's all of those Italian names and uh, probably, I don't know, French maybe. Uh, oh, here's one I can say, Requiem for a Pink Moon. Okay. There we go. I can say that one. Well, yeah, I think um, you nailed it. Very good. Yes. Well, you know, uh, English is, I'm all right at it. Yeah, I'm okay. That's uh, that's on the 9th of July. So that that's just one that I can say. Uh, but the uh, website is stgala-festspiele.ch and that has all of the information. You can buy individual tickets uh, for each open air program that is running. So you can pick and choose what you, you go to. This is not the kind of event where you wear, you know, your wellies, because it's going to rain and you're going to be outdoors. This is like, you've got to be nice. This yeah. is one where an invitation was not extended to me. No, no. So if they you actually prefer you to stay away, if you're a little more, you know, fancier than me and Don, then this one's for you. The St. Gala Fest Spieler. They're actually paying us to stay away. Yeah. Yeah. Please do not come. Do not even speak about us, Please. but we did. I'm sorry. We did it. <laughs> But, you know, people like opera. They do. They There's, do. I mean, normal people like normal opera. Normal people. I know. It's just you and me who have zero information. We've had a guest who's an opera singer. I know. So, um, you know, shout out to Susan, the other Susan. The other Susan. Yeah. So she's probably shaking her head right now going, oh, my gosh, you guys have no idea. You're so uncultured. That's just us. She, she knew that, though. Yeah. When she met us, she could instantly pick that out. All right. Have you got another festival for us? Okay. So we've talked about opera festivals, New Orleans music festivals, just a typical city festival. But we're living in Switzerland. This is a, a podcast that takes place in Swiss. Let's go Uber Swiss Festival. I'm talking Alphorns. Yep. I'm talking yodelers. That's what people think of when they think of Switzerland. And I'm talking Schwingen. Do you know what Schwingen is? Oh, I haven't seen this yet. Schwingen is wrestling. Good yes. old-fashioned wrestling. Throwing each other around. Yes. On July 14th in near the mountain Rigi, which is by Luzern, it's the Schwing und Alpfest. It's actually beautiful there. Yes. And it is a full day of, as I said, Alphorns, yodelers, and Schwingen, which is wrestlers. So also known as Swiss wrestling, it's a type of folk wrestling native to Switzerland. And basically these gentlemen kind of wear belts and you have to take hold of these belts and throws and trips are common because the first person to pin his or her opponent's shoulders to the ground wins the bout. Schwingen is considered a national sport of Switzerland. The match takes place in a ring. It's about a circular area, about 12 meters in diameter. Mm-hmm. And it's covered with sawdust. Yes, I know this. I knew that. I was going to say, I bet it's the one that's covered in sawdust. And the opponents are wearing these shorts. They kind of look like lederhosen, but they have these belts. And basically, you try to throw the opponent on, your back, on their back and pin them. The match is judged by three refs who stand in the ring, and they give points. And if the match ends without a clear win, the guy with the higher points wins the match. So I wonder if Schwing uh, men are like superstars. They are. They are. So, so like this is like, I bet you there is 
parents out there who have got their four-year-old sons like, you will be a stringer. They're, they're, Work yeah, harder. I can't. <laughs> I was looking at the, the program of this, and it's like every ad has one of these guys like talking about Migros or talking about this or talking about insurance. Like it's... it's Before I wrestle with other men, <laughs> I eat... Negroes, right? Cocoa Pops. It's crazy. I mean, they're huge, and uh, I love this. By tradition, after the winner brushes the sawdust off the loser's back after the match. Oh, how so cute it's a, is that? It's friendly. But so every three years, they have a huge one in Switzerland, which crowns like the king, right? And they right. literally call him the king, and he's like, he goes down in history, right? But these are a little bit smaller ones that kind of, you know wet people's appetite in between all the the big three-year ones yep and this one is in riggy again it's july 14th um it's going to be an all-day thing it's just it feels like it's one of those things you got to see in person right yeah and it's it's a popular event like i i know that in um at certain times of the year they'll have like a mini example of schwingen in basel so they probably do that all over the all over the country um but this is like this is the real deal but i believe each of the 26 cantons like do this their own every year Mm -hmm. um and yeah it's uh this is just something that i just i gotta see it's july 14th and it's in riggy near Lutzer. Yeah, and if you look at the uh, website uh, uh, riggy-schwingen.ch, then the, it's popular. I can't, I wouldn't be able to get, put a number to it, but the the pictures have got full stands. Full. This yeah. is not like I mean, thousands of watching people netball. <laughs> this is this is the real deal. Thousands of people are watching this. It's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, let's get back to some music. Why not, huh? Yeah, I'm I mean, good with. I'm, I'm done with the wrestling. Why not have more festivals to go to? Oh, I got more festivals I got plenty that more you can too. throw a Swiss man at. <laughs> um, this one is this is a, this is a quite the the uh, kind of saying the smallest big blues festival in Switzerland. It's the Valley Magia Magic Blues Festival. And that is happening on the 12th of July until the 8th of August, and it's near Locarno. So it's, uh, it's down there by that Italian side. Can I just say Locarno is fantastic. It is. It's beautiful down there love as well. It. I mean, where is not beautiful in Switzerland, but I actually really love the Italian side. I would happily live on the Italian side. It would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? It would be so cool. Because it's warm there. See, now, you, now you're changing your mind. No, it's not hot. It's warm. It's, it's mild temperatures. Okay. I like that. All right. You'd so, have to get a job, though. Me? Yeah, wouldn't you? I w- well, I guess I would. This, isn't this a job? Feels like <laughs> it with you sometimes. Sorry, Don. Okay, so the Valley Magia. No, um, it's Besides being the largest valley in the Italian Switzerland part, it's a splendid alpine valley shaped over the uh, centuries by the water of its Magia River. So it's, um, it is in that region. And there are very good ticket deals. So it's only 20 francs in advance, 25 at the evening cash desk. Um, but there, you know, there's there's deals for uh, you can get a two night ticket, you can get VIP tickets, uh, you can get a general pass for the entire time, which is pretty good at 150 francs, and kids up to 12 are free. So free, you yes, say? Yes, free. You know, I love a freebie, and my kids are under 12, so 
you know, I think that um, that these sorts of events are fun to go with with kids yeah. because the music is it's not it's really really good music, but it's not like you don't have to worry about your kids getting squished by people, right? Um, so there's there's so many there's so many local bands, um, people from all over the world. There's people having like special anniversaries, um, f- like remembering Woodstock kind of thing. There's a special rock night. There's blues parties. There's a European blues night, uh, and like you know, like all of these festivals, there, there's a few different venues. It's all over that location, that Locarno area, um, but it. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. It looks like I, I think that the tribute to Woodstock for its fiftieth anniversary sounds sounds pretty good. Um, so there's you know bands playing and and I guess they'll be remembering. I mean I I wasn't around, so you were around, weren't you? Sixty <laughs> nine? No. Oh no, I was born ten years later though. Actually, there you go. So that God, one I was born only ten years after Woodstock. Yeah, there sounds you go. old. So that one, uh, they you know they say it's pure magic. This is the sort of thing that I've seen in Basel, where, you know, in between little houses, you'll have like a setup of of a stage. And, oh, that's and yeah, you, I love that. In the, yeah, you know, in the day when there's nothing going on, you think there's no way you'd be able to fit a festival in there. But then when you're there, there's thousands of people. There's a stage, and everyone's having a really good time. So. That one is uh, Magic Blues, and I think it looks like a lot of fun. So if you are in that region over those two weeks, I think it's definitely worth heading to one of those events. You getting know? to Locarno is super easy, too. I mean, I even know, from... and I just get in a train there, stay yeah. overnight, pick a pick a location in that area, and uh, yeah, and, and head to the Blues Festival. 12th of July to the 8th of August. Getting into what's happening in the 8th of August. There you yeah. go. Everyone will be like, I'm having deja vu, because I'm going to obviously reuse my material of course well you might want to be able to reuse this next one it's the gestad men Huen festival and it's july 18th until september 6th so Ooh. you could use this for We're the next two months this one's gonna last three three worth of episodes this mehunin festival is in its 63rd edition and basically what it is it's a classical music event which with being in Gestad makes complete sense if you've ever been there. Yeah, anyway. It's fancy there. Yehundi Mehunin was an American-born violinist who spent most of his career in Britain. He was born in New York City, but in 1957, he moved his family to Gestad. And like a lot of expats, he was like, this place, this Switzerland's kind of cool. I'm thinking I'm going to stick around. <laughs> But he was this—he's—he's he's considered one of the greatest violinists of the 20th century, as I'm sure wow. you knew this, right? Yeah, of because I did. I didn't look that up at Wikipedia at all. I knew that right he off the top of my it. head. So he settled in the area, and there was a uh, <laughs> there was a there was a director of tourism at the time around when he settled that was like, "Oh my God, this amazing violinist is in Gestad. Let's have a festival." And this guy was, and this Mehunin, who's the violinist, was like. Sounds good. Now these sure. are why not completely quotes. This is how they talked back then. Yeah. And so basically what happened is in that nineteen fifty seven, the year he moved here, he started playing these these little little things, little kind of couple nights a week, uh during once a year he would do these things and it just completely blew up. Completely blew up. To now, this is going to be, like I said, this is, it goes a couple months. And Gestad expects around 20,000 visitors for this, okay? 
Interesting though, 70% of those 20,000 visitors come back multiple times for this festival. So they've gone once and they've had such a good time, they've gone again. I'm saying within the same year, they go back. Right. Right? And it's going to be it's going to be in a different couple of different churches in the region of Gestad, um, but there is 10 full-time people that work on this festival, 100 volunteers. It's kind of a big deal. Um, it really brings a lot of lot of uh, interest to the Gestad region during the summertime because it's a great skiing place. Um, but if you really, really are into classical music, I highly suggest you go to the Gestad Mehunenfestival.ch slash en. A lot of great information in English about not only the history of this thing, but the schedule and what you can find. And if you... Have it, just like we talked about the opera lovers. If you even remotely like classical music, you got to check out the schedule and check out this festival down Gestad. It does sound good. Again, a little. I'm not that cultured, so I don't know. Maybe I could. Maybe I could squeeze my way into a cultured event this summer. Yeah, well, it's it's definitely above my head, but uh, I uh, I know that I don't belong up there but i know there's plenty of people who do enjoy that kind of stuff that do get it and so i want to provide for all of our for everyone for all of our listeners this one is for the wine lovers now i was recently at a dinner and uh everybody at the table was talking about wine and i just sat there and listened i had no idea what they were talking it was like a foreign language Mm. like they're talking about tannins and and, and (laughs) yeah and like you know, we've had a guest on before, um, one from uh, the wine guru. Yeah, he knows um, his wine. He yeah. knows his wine. and But this was the first time that I realized I really know nothing. Like these people, they knew their wine. Oh, it makes you feel so dumb, right? Because like I think, okay, I like this wine. I like that wine. It tastes good, whatever. And then you hear those people really kind of dive deep into it and you're like oh like they knew about the regions and all sorts oh yeah forget it so this event is um now you're gonna have to forgive me i don't know how to say these french words i don't know what i'm doing with my life but speaking french is definitely not one of them the fate de vignerons is an event that happens only once every 25 years what's happening from the 18th of July until the 11th of August. So it pays homage to viticultural traditions, many centuries old of an entire region with a spectacular show and coronation of the vineyard hands. So, yeah, it happens in the uh, canton of Vaud um, in the viticultural region of Laval, Lavou, something. Um, I told you I was going to ruin those French words. <laughs> so from the city where, Saint, where the St. Martin Church looms above, its members, followed by the wine growers and many curious spectators, proceed along the streets of Vevey to the lake where a frugal banquet awaited. That was that. This is what it was like back in like the 17th century. Music, songs and dance uh, punctuate this joyful procession that made a stop in the small squares under the windows of notable citizens. So over the course of the 17th and 18th century, the parade grew. Musicians participated, small figurines called mamusets, something, uh, carried in a procession and young people play the roles of Bacchus, god of wine, and Ceres, god of grain and harvest. So the whole region is abuzz with this festival that's happening and it's becoming so big 
and so costly that they begin to change it from yearly to every three years, then every six years, and then eventually to every 25 years. So it's because of cost or is it because of just the pop? Because of how popular it was and... So let's not do it every year. The whole year drunk. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it's got a really, really rich history, you know, from 1790s. Like it's super old. You know, this this has made international news because I remember earlier in the year, they always are like, follow these things and they're like, places, cool places to travel in 2019. And this part of Switzerland always came up because of this festival. (laughs) Because they're saying, you know, it happens once every 25 years and like. It's just, it's it's a big deal. It is a big deal. So it has kind of changed. You know, we're not we're not still doing it the same way, being underneath the nobles' windows anymore. <laughs> Look, we've all changed in twenty five years. Yeah, yeah. The show represents a year. This is this year's show. The show represents a year in the life of the vineyard through twenty scenes, starting and finishing with the harvest. It combines the work of the vineyard with pruning and training, social moments, weddings, fairs along with more general themes of the seasons, the water, the sun, the moon, the stars. So, it, you know, that's the, the show that will be on. Um, and it's a, it's a whole big thing with choreography, with music and everything. And it's a, it's a big, big event. There's so much going on. There's things for kids to do. There's things for adults to do. There's drinking. There's eating. It's everything. It's a big deal. It is a big, big deal. And you have to buy tickets for it. And the tickets aren't open yet. So you have to wait. That's how big it is. Wow. There's probably like a secret VIP list. We're not on it. But you can, <laughs> you can get tickets eventually at Star Ticket. Um, but there's a really, really good website. It's the, the name of the festival, which is the thefetedevinerals.ch. Um, obviously, it's so big that if you're already a wine person, you know about it. And you'll know, you'll know when to get tickets but they're not available yet because it's fancy. Very fancy. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to bring down the fanciness, all right? Someone has to. I have another festival. It is July 26th to the 28th in Nendaz. It is the International Alporn Festival. You really like these ones, don't you? I do. It's just, it's, I don't know, it's kitschy. It's Switzerland. It's, I love it. The Alporn blowers from the entire world are descending upon Nendaz, for the International Alporn Festival, July 26th through the 28th. There is going to be an official Alpenhorn blowing competition, mm-hmm. a parade that features traditional folk costumes. There's going to be concerts. There's going to be uh, village balls. There's going to be a, a Alporn concert with over 150 Alpenhorn players. Basically, it's just a true folk festival devoted to this tradition. Now, the best way I could describe what an Alpenhorn is, uh, just watch a commercial for Ricola. <laughs> or uh, Appenzeller cheese. Or Appenzeller cheese. It is a, it's considered, uh, the Alpine horn is considered a labraphone consisting of a straight, several meter long wooden natural horn of, with a wooden cupped shape mouthpiece. The original use was by mountain dwellers in the swiss alps austrian alps bavarian alps uh to just play and let it ring off the different mountains so it wasn't like to call people to come hither or something i don't know maybe but it's interesting because i was uh 
when we were down in Lucarno in July, we went up some mountain, right? And we're standing at the top of the mountain, and we heard one somebody playing one of these things. And you're like, okay, this is like creepily, intensely Switzerland. Like, I'm standing on so this mountain. So you didn't see it, you only heard just it. Just heard it. Like, over some, because there was like a couple, va- like over this other valley, like you just heard this guy. That's crazy. Blowing this horn. It was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, so it's uh, it's in Nendaz, and it's just, uh, go check it out, man. Just like dive in. Learn about the Alpenhorn. Why not? Why not? Exactly. I mean, I hope that you get the chance to play them. That's. I'm sure you could. I'm sure yeah. you could. Yeah, but maybe people are a bit precious about their horn blowers. Like, I don't want anyone else blowing on my horn. Yeah. You have to have your own horn. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have another blues festival. I'm sorry, I have to do it. I, I'm not going to not talk about it. It's the Blue Ball. Blue, blue. <laughs> Nailed it. Blue Balls Festival in Lucerne from the 19th to the 27th of July. It's at three different locations, again, with the locations. This one, when they have uh, concerts in Lucerne, they they always do it in these three locations, KKL, the Pavilion, and the Schweizerhof. And, um, yeah, th- this one has got, again, a long list of people, names we're going to know, names that I don't know but other people will. <laughs> Um, you got Ruth Ann, Two Door Cinema Club. They're huge. Ben Harper and the Innocent Criminals. Ben Harper? Ben Harper is pretty big. Everyone knows Ben Harper, don't they? Katie Melua. Cat uh, Power, uh, who I'm going to see. Charlotte Gainsborough, Joss Stone, Airborne, uh, The Cat Empire. Again, another one I'm going to see. I just like cats, basically. Um, so there's, there's lots and lots, 19th to the 27th. I'm not going to go into too much detail because we've had so many festivals, and I do not want to bore you with all of the details, but it's called Blue Balls. So, I mean, what more information do you need? I'm not going to touch it. I'm yeah, not touch don't it. go there. But, um, yeah, there's there's also going to be art as well. Like, So it's not just music. It, there's photo exhibitions. There's artists with their, with, with their works on, on display. Um, wh- why not just go to one? It's, there's a lot of big names coming going there, so just... Go to one. That's, do you think they're that's aware? All I'm gonna say. Do you think they're aware of the other meat? Like the Blue Balls Festival, people are aware. Is that why? Absolutely. They're... I definitely think that they that they know the meaning of of the Blue Balls Blues Festival. So, yeah. All right. So I'm getting off festivals. This is the last one I got. Okay. It's not a festival. What it is? It's a grotty tour. Now we've talked about actually Lugano a couple times, Lugano, Locarno, Ticino area. Yeah. From this is basically going. Uh, it started at the end of May and it goes until late August. And on Fridays and Saturday evenings, the um, I guess uh, it's the company that runs all the boats on Lake Lugano. On Friday and Saturday evenings, they offer a tour of all the grottos on Lake Lugano which are all those beautiful homes that kind of uh, line the lakeshore, right? It, the trip departs at 7.15 p.m. from Lugano, and it picks up passengers on the return leg at 9.35 and drops them back in the city at 10.45. It only costs about 15 francs, uh, but they do require a reservation um, for the boat. But to me, it just sounds like an awesome way to spend a summer night. Yes, is on a boat, can't beat that. 
looking at some of the awesome grottos, which if you've never seen those, I mean, they're just, they're I absolutely haven't. stunning. They really are. Um, I would go to lakelugano.ch slash en for more information. Yep. But that is, ouch, I just bumped my elbow. <laughs> that is where I would go. Okay. That does sound like fun. Now, I am not going to detail all of these. I'm just going to give you the name of them because there's still so many more festivals. I'm serious. There is so many. So we've got the Girton Festival happening 17th to the 20th of July in Bern. We've got the Moon and Stars Festival the 11th to the 21st of July in Locarno. We've got the Paleo Festival in Neon 23rd to the 28th of July. There is that is all I've got for the festivals. There is a, a Gruyere Trail, uh, like a run happening all through um, the Gruyere region. That's happening on the 20th of July. But I am not going to end without telling you about the Shepherds Festival, which is happening in Candesteg on the 28th of July. Can you even imagine? Bunch of shepherds. The Shepherd Festival. I mean, on the last Sunday in July, the quiet, quiet landscape around the Dalban Sea Lake is filled with life, and about 800 sheep gather on the shore of the lake. It's a lot of sheep. That's all you need to know. The annual Shepherds Festival starts when the shepherds and many members of the public of the cantons of Bern and Valais meet for an unrestrained get-together. Sheep and shepherds just getting down, <laughs> just boogieing. Hanging out. The farmers come in uh, in the morning with their flock and they keep them back until the glack, a mixture of bran and salt, is scattered. So it's a special delicacy for the sheep. So they're obviously like they're, they've got this date in their diary. So the sheep, this is a big thing this for the sheep. This is a big, big thing for the sheep. So they, they race down the slopes to enjoy their treat. <laughs> so it is a serious, serious thing. It's called the... Um, um, there's a cable car in operation. There's a shepherd's breakfast from 6 a.m. until 9:30. The open air church service uh, happening in the middle uh, in the middle of the morning at 9:30. Then the sheep are fed with a glack at 11. So obviously that's worth seeing. See, this is what I love, man. This like kitschy kind of like let's just hang out with sheep today. Yeah, and they're shepherds. Um, interestingly, at two o'clock there's a tug of war between Burn and Valet. So, are the sheep participating in the tug of war? Well, obviously, they have to help. Okay, you know they got to get so. the shepherds. They want their shepherds to win. Yeah. They probably, if they help, the more the more glack they get. Mm. Yeah, sounds delicious. So there is obviously more entertainment. There's dancing. There's music. There's flag waving, and alpine and bagpipe players. So if there is a problem with the weather, they do have a kind of a backup plan. Um, but you just need to keep an eye on the website, which is candesteg.ch, and then there's a a slash uh, shepherds-festival link. Water is terrible on wool. Yeah, yeah, you've got to wash it carefully. There's, you know, extra cable cars running every 30 minutes. It's... It seriously sounds like so much fun. Can you... I don't even know how many sheep. It doesn't say how many sheep, but it's going to be a lot. Can Can I ask you a question? Are sheep smelly? Do they smell? Um, all animals smell, right? I don't know. But not like I don't. I don't. They know. smell like sheep. <sighs> they're just, they're just it. So there you go. Any of those festivals that I mentioned or Don mentioned are definitely worth just googling the name of. There's so much information on all of them. That's why we cannot possibly get through them all. We've talked for forty-five minutes about festivals. We have There's to a be, lot. It's we July. have to be done, Don. We have to do this. We have to finish it up. Do it. 
Let's go and be festive. I'd like to thank everyone for joining us. Um, as always, you can check us out at SwissPats.com. Avail- or download our podcast anywhere you get podcasts. I mean, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes. I'm, I can't think Spotify. of all Spotify. It's too hot everywhere. for you to think. Too hot for me to think. Um, but yeah, so there you go. Go forth, be festive in the month of July. For Susie, I'm Don. Yummy, bon,